0: But uh, I do what I like, and I happen to like rock and roll, and I feel sorry for anybody who only listens to one form of music.
1: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com, home of, of course, Rock Strikes 10, the flagship, the wrestling house show, and the Synaptic, or whether you're listening to it on iTunes, being a subscriber, and never missing one single episode, I thank you all very much Alright, have you had enough of 2012? I have. Not that it was a crappy year, it's just kind of, eh, you know, here and there. But some cool things happened to me personally, you know, personal stuff, always great. Uh, you know, just got to get to that next level of everything, job, podcast. That That's really where my head is right now. Uh, feeling very overwhelmed. Of course, putting all this pressure on myself for the end of the year list. Just another thing to add on, but you know, at the end of the day, once I put it all together, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And let's start off with a few disclaimers and pieces of honesty from your friend Joey. Alright, now what I'm going to do is let you know this is part one of a three-parter. Yes, it's pretty ridiculous to do a top 30 in almost any year, but here's the thing. I feel like on Rock Strikes 10 that I don't play enough new music. I'm probably very guilty of that. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it's just the right amount of new music you want to hear or or not. I don't know. But I feel like I don't play enough new music, whether it's by older heritage classic artists or brand spanking new bands that I happen to like. I feel like I don't do it enough, so that's why I want to do a three-parter. So basically doing a top 30 for 2013. All right. That being said... I tried to make this list as scientific as possible. Part one, basically it's 30 to 21. I really don't put that much into that this is number 30 or number 23. It's basically stuff that I listened to that I thought were pretty good records. Uh, you know, it, they're not top to bottom solid, but I thought they were pretty good. And I'll give you some detail on that as we go along. Okay, the next couple of disclaimers. Here are some records that I did listen to that are not going to be in the top 30 some of them I thought were pretty good some of them just weren't good enough some of them were very disappointing so just a handful of stuff that didn't make the show here like I said I'm pretty much fans of of these bands they just these records just didn't do it for me and just a handful of records here that I cut off the show Uh, the new Megadeth eh you know they're pretty consistent this album wasn't terrible but uh, upon the initial listen or two it, it didn't compel me to go back to it blackest of the crow was probably the best song on there uh you know and uh, there was a thin lizzie cover on there was pretty good but when you're saying in the top three tracks of an album is a cover song you, you may be in trouble there so and and also of course dave doesn't help with his interview skills <laughs> all right uh allison shanes uh you know what it's actually a pretty good record i'm still just having a hard time with it i'm I'm one of those people that's being weird about it and i'm you know I, I i just i can't be all in with them because of the lane factor or the non-lane factor but you know that guy william duvall he does a good job and honestly if you are a massive allison chains fan to which i i'm pretty in the middle but i thought they wrote some pretty good songs Uh, You know, I'd say give this record a chance, honestly. Just because it's not in my top 30 doesn't mean as much if it was coming from a massive fan of the band. Uh, Bon Jovi, I got maybe like a song and a half, two songs through it, and I turned it off. Horrible. Just horrible. Disappointing. The band is pretty much ceasing to exist for me at this point, especially with Richie probably not being in the band anymore. They're only going to go down further. Very sad. Uh, Clutch... Uh, I like Clutch, uh, but they've never really gotten me all the way, and I've, I've heard that if you go see them live, that changes, but I've never seen them live. This record was pretty good, but, you know, it's just not in my top 30, but I'd say you could do a lot worse, for sure. Uh, some, some oddballs that you may think are oddballs coming from me, but, but not me personally. Um, I checked out the Orianti record just because of her association with Alice Cooper now, and it's actually a pretty good record. She can play, the solos are there, and, uh. You know, I would say to anybody you know that's a fan of, you know, more top 40 pop, then you should definitely recommend that record to them, because they will love it. It's basically like, you know, like Taylor Swift with balls, you know, with guitar solos and actual musicians, Um, almost the same kind of songs. So, yeah, she's about the same age anyway, so that makes sense. Yeah, I'd I'd recommend that one, but just not in the top 30. And uh, They Might Be Giants. I like They Might Be Giants. I actually always have. I think they're a pretty cool band. But, yeah, you know, I like the record alright, but it, it's, you know, just didn't make the top 30. So, there you go. And now, the last of the disclaimers, and we'll get to the music, I promise. Here is a list of the records that I was very interested to listen to, but I didn't get a chance to. And I will just have to catch up at some point throughout the years. Uh, the Blue Fields, The Transplants, Newstead, Dropkick Murphys, Black River Motorcycle Club, Volbeat, The Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Suicidal Tendencies, Wednesday 13, The Eels, Monster Magnet, Steve Conti, Bisto Blanco, Paul McCartney, Adam Black Star Riders, Deep Purple, Kings of Leon, and Imperial State Electric. And that last one really hurt me, too, because I know the record's out, but it's not out in the States, and it's really not out in the States at all. It's not on iTunes, it's not on Amazon. I mean, it's like a $35 import right now. So, anyway. There you go. There's the disclaimers for my best of the year list. And let's get to the music. I don't have to do that again. So that's great. Coming in at number 30 is, you know, at this point an icon I would say, Joan Jett. Joan Jett and the Black Some people may be screaming at me for putting her too low in the list, but I'd say she made it to the top 30 just based on reputation. No pun intended. Uh, but th- the album is mostly really good. Um, you know, it's it's very listenable. It's very fun. There's just two really terrible songs on that record that really <laughs> make it hard for me to rank this album any higher or even put it past this first tier here. Uh, you know, TMI and Reality Mentality are embarrassing songs and should have been cut off the record. And the two bonus tracks, I Know What I Know and seriously would have been a lot better fit for the album, at least in my opinion. But yeah, there you go. Joey nitpicking an album, you know. But, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's it's a strong enough record. I thought Sinner was a better record than this one, so I don't consider it the strongest follow-up ever. But like I said, I, I still like 8 out of 10 songs uh, pretty well for the most part. So uh, here's a fun song coming in at the late part of the album on track 8. This is Joan Jett and the Blackhearts with Bad As We Can Be. a Joan Jett and the Blackhearts from the album Unvarnished I don't think I said that at the top of the show but Unvarnished it came out on September 30th of this year 2013 alright next Scotland's own Franz Ferdinand I don't know if you're aware that I I do like this band quite a bit I've I've always enjoyed them since the first record I was actually there right before they broke so I felt very very justified uh, about that you know how music snobs are they can get it before they start selling a few records, they always feel better about themselves. But I remember recommending them to a lot of people when they came out, and you know, I just like the whole the fun aspect. They're, they are a rock band, but they definitely, uh, you know, they definitely like their dance music, and you can tell that they have a punk influence as well. So I, I really like Franz Ferdinand, uh, you know, as modern throwback, it's, it's just hard to put them in a category. And for someone like me that, that likes, you know, danceable stuff. I don't even like to really dance all that much, but I like I like tapping my toes and everything. You know, a guy that likes "Emotional Rescue" by the Rolling Stones. You know, Franz Ferdinand's your band, if you like your uh, if you like your rock music to have a little dance every now and then. So, yeah, don't hold back. Just have some fun with these guys. And they put out a record this year, like I said, in late August, called "Right Thoughts, Right Words, Right Action." And here's my favorite song from that record: "This Is Evil Eye." Seems like there's been a lot of callbacks to older songs on this show already. The first song I I kind of failed to mention this after I played the Joan Jet song, but that riff completely takes from "Talk Dirty to Me" by Poison. And I figured out what I really like about "Evil Eye" by Franz Ferdinand was very similar to "This Is Radio Clash" by the Clash. At least it had the same kind of feel and style to it. It wasn't an you know, a total rip, like the Joan Jett song was, all due respect, Uh, but maybe that's why I like the song so much. It does remind me of that early 80s Clash period, so. All right, there you go. Like I said, Franz Ferdinand with Evil Eye from the album Right Thoughts, Right Words, Right Action. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you tapped your toes just a little bit there, or a lot, or air drummed in the car. I I still do that. Alright, anyway, I put these next two together, very similar bands as far as style and appearance go, and uh, we're, we're going into the, the shock mode here. Love me some shock rock, you know it's one of my favorite genres in the whole world. A band that I've touted before on the show as as one you definitely should check out is Lordy. Uh, they put out a record this year called To Beast or Not To Beast, and I think it's actually their first album uh, post-Bill dying. Because uh, Bill Coin was their longtime manager, and uh, you know, I, I've been enjoying the Lordy Records. I've been picking up this one. I don't think is as strong as the other albums, honestly. So it it definitely would have charted higher if it had been up there. I think with uh, the Rock Uh, you know. But yeah, to, to me, the, the songwriting just wasn't as there this time. And I don't know. Maybe it's because Bill's not there. I don't know. But You know, the great Michael Wagner on the board for it, and so the album sounds great. It's hard for me not to go to this album to listen to because I've been going back to it a few times through the year. Uh, There's a few songs that really do stick out, so I think it's worth mentioning. So yeah, here's my favorite song off of To Beast or Not To Beast. This is Something Wicked This Way Comes. there you go. That was Lordy with Something Wicked This Way Comes off of To Beast or Not To Beast which came out March 1st of this year in the States. So I hope you enjoyed that song. Like I said, that's one of the better songs on the record. And, uh, you know, like I said, I think you should still check the band out. Maybe start a little earlier in the catalog and, and you know, cherry pick some of the songs off of this one. Uh, kind of a tough year for them. I mean, I saw that there were some, I don't even know if it's a singer or a band or whatever, and i I wanted to say Lordy when I saw the name, it was spelled like L-O-R-D-E, so I don't even know if it's like a hipster band or a new pop singer or what, maybe it's pronounced Lord, I don't know, but yeah, that thing seems to be shooting through the roof right now, I've seen it in a lot of magazines and just on iTunes and stuff like that, so, uh, now more confusion, so hopefully Lordy can bounce back from this, I'd like to see him make a really strong record next time around, so, alright. right. But hey, you know I'm, I'm I'm just a podcaster guy. What do I know? But I, I know I knows what I likes. Uh, the next band, of course, the band that started it all, the band that uh, Lordy probably has to hear about quite a bit in interviews, talking about Gore, Antarctica's favorite. Uh, I, I I I'm still a Gore fan. I would definitely definitely go see him if they came to town. And, you know, as far as records go, I haven't been buying them as much as, you know, when I was a kid. You know, when I was in junior high, you know, if you're in junior high or early in high school, Gore is, like, the band, you know. It's, like, that's a fun band to listen to. And, you know, I, I grew up a little bit, and I kind of stopped following them, so I kind of got out for a little bit. But, you know, I've been going back since then, so I I enjoy their records. They're fun records, obviously. They don't take themselves seriously at all. Uh, they actually, I, I got to say much like shock rock gets you know kind of a bum rap in the mainstream press i feel that the shock value kind of hurts gore's metal cred sometimes because they can write a riff man they're they're a great metal band really when you break it down you know you strip all the the costumes away just listen to the record because that's all you have when you listen to the record is just your ears but some people still hear with their eyes but they shouldn't because like i said gore is a solid metal band always has been and always will be so I think this new record they put out this year was actually really strong it's called Battle Maximus and it came out on September 17th of this year and you know just like I said they bounced back really well especially after losing Corey uh, I think they really got down to it uh, they have a new guitar player uh, a guy named Brent Ferguson who played with a band called Cannabis Corpse <laughs> yeah Cannabis Corpse and he's the new character who's called Pustulus Maximus so uh actually he kind of gets half the name of the record there so yeah and there's a new beefcake the mighty in the band and he's being portrayed by jameson land but i think that actually it seemed to inject some nice life into the band like i said Corey was a very vital part of that band but uh, they managed to keep it together and like i said put out a a solid record in their catalog i think you should definitely check it out so here you go this is gore with they swallowed the sun
0: of the world and swine the side
1: Mighty Gwar with "They Swallowed the Sun" from their new album *Battle Maximus*. Definitely check it out. Like I said, I think it's a pretty consistent, solid record, and it's a it's a strong album in their catalog. So check it out. And uh, actually, earlier this year, I remember it, for those of you with cable, that AXS Channel Access, I guess is what it's called, television, they play a lot of concerts. Actually, it's if you're a rock and roll fan, you definitely should have AXS. Uh, hopefully, it's available where you live. But they they made the uh, the great judgment or mistake depending on what your opinion is of airing a gore show like live and uh everything and i don't know if they will ever do that again but it was beautiful it's just like the whole show and i think gore actually upped the ante with their antics and and blood and violence because they knew they were going to be on television so they just went all in it was a killer show to watch it was so fun and if you're not offended at least half a dozen times during it, even if you're a fan, then there might be a little something wrong with you. (laughs) All right, moving on here. Uh, Right, out of the shock block here, we're going to go into a couple of records that you may think that I wouldn't even bother to listen to, but I did, and I enjoyed them. These are a couple of records that I put on, kind of kick back, just have fun, and just relax. So, first one I'm going to play for you here is by a band called She and Him. And for those of you who may not know this, she and him is a uh, two person band consisting of M. Ward, uh, in- independent artist M. Ward, and Zoe Deschanel, who most people know, of course, is an actress from many things. She's on that show, The New Girl. Uh, she's been in tons of movies. So, you know, I like Zoe. How-, how can you not like Zoe? She's adorable. Uh, but she's in this band. She's, she has a great singing voice, and obviously M. Ward saw that in her and started a band with her. They're on their third record now, of course, uh, kind of going the Chicago route. This one's called Volume 3. Who did the volumes? I know Chicago did the numbers, but anyway, she and him. Volume 3 is the record, and uh, check it out. Here's a song from it. Hope you like it. Hope you're not mad at me for playing it, but I like it, so there you go. This song is called Together.
2: Yes, we all go through it together. We are
1: there you go that was she and him off of the volume three record like i said that came out on may 7th of this year and that was together and also if you're a blondie fan you definitely want to check the record out because they do a really good cover version of sunday girl so yeah there you go all right on to the next one actually uh kicked in uh, pledge money for this one uh, because they gave a lot of great bonuses and i just like the band they're good guys they really are and if you've never seen them live you should Talking about Bowling for Soup, Uh, one of the best bands to come out of this area for sure. I I like me some Bowling for Soup. They're a favorite around the household. Uh, You can't listen to them and be in a bad mood. Just one of those bands. And yeah, I got this off of the Pledge Music website when they started to do it. And actually, I remember uh, pledging like the last day uh, before it was going to street and got the cd in the mail like the next day i thought that was super awesome i mean obviously they're getting mailed out from denton or somewhere around there and we live about a half hour from denton but that's still pretty damn cool so i'm going to play you uh one of my favorite songs off the record i have quite a few favorite songs off of this and even the b-side that they sent out to the pledgers uh award show taylor swift is a very funny song Uh, But this one's kind of not uh, what you're used to from them. So I'm going to play this song as give you another side of the band. Uh, Even though it's still silly lyrically, I I think it's kind of a cool... It's like one of those songs you're like, I swear I've heard this music before, but I can't place it. All right, so here you go. This is Bowling for Soup with And I Think You Like Me Too. (laughs)
3: I saw you checking out the jukebox in the bar, so I hit up a biker for some change. I asked if you had ever heard, 1985, you just looked at me like I was strange. You ordered jello shots, and I stuck with a beer, you tried to punch the waitress, Set that thing on fire and made some s'mores You looked so sexy when we robbed that B of A. You whispered through the mask that I was yours in the bar that biker guy was passed out on the floor we took his wallet and the keys to his harley and now he doesn't have this
1: there you go that was Texas's own Bowling for Soup with And I Think You Like Me Too from their new album Lunch, Drunk Love and like I said you can get that on the Pledge Music site or or if for some reason it's not on there anymore just go to their website I'm sure you can get a physical copy of it so yeah go support those guys they're good people alright next song here going to do one more possible surprise before we move on to the rock stuff and uh, this one, you know, I, I was hearing about it before it came out, so I was intrigued enough to listen to it. I, you know, I've been off of this guy's new records for a long time now. and Not that, not that they're, like, that offensive or anything. They just, you know, I didn't hear much past the first few songs that made me want to get it or listen to any more of it. But uh, I think that Elton John really came back strong this year. Uh, this album, The Diving Board, is, is it's really, really good. And it's, uh, you know, he was working with... T-Bone Burnett on this record who did the last record that that duo record he did with Leon Russell which was pretty good but I I think the whole point of this guys of that particular era when you go and work with a guy like T-Bone it's basically like you're going to go work with Rick Rubin they're going to get you in the direction that you want to be if you want to get back to your roots and that's really what they did here with Elton John it's basically just you know, it's like two mics, one in the piano and one in front of his mouth, and just go. And it's a lot of callbacks to, you know, those kind of albums, like Madman Across the Water and stuff like that. It's very basic, just piano and Elton. There's some background stuff here and there, you know, like when a drum kicks in here and there, or like a little keyboard loop, you really notice it, because it almost seems out of place. So it's just Elton going for it, and I think the songs are really good. They're really strong, and the album's really, really dark sounding in a way. Uh, so kind of sad, but you know the songwriting is there. Great, great songwriting, of course. You would expect nothing less from Melton. So I, I think this is his comeback, as creatively at least. So I think you should check it out if you were if you were a fan and you, you don't buy the new records anymore. Give this one a shot. I think you might like it. You definitely have to be in a certain mood to listen to it. So we're going to take it down just a little bit more. And then, uh, like I said, we'll get on to the rock stuff. Until then, this is Elton John with Voyeur.
4: I'm looking- i trying to imagine This and that The simple mathematics Making up the mind. Insurance to protection From immediate collapse I'm watching I'm watching you A from a different Point of view The solitary eye that I've been Connecting the old ways to the new And I see things Through a curtain blowing back against the rain
0: Through the in of door
4: that gives with pain And through every gap that gives away Some secret in the dark I carve away with something To keep you in my heart That's hovering about A whisper in the darkest Holds more truth than a shout I'm waiting, I'm waiting for telltale footsteps on the bedroom floor A broken hearted lover simply looking for we we'll leave us temporary from a dirt
1: his first record in seven years and also his best record in who knows how long but there you go that was Elton John with the voyeur off of the album The Diving Board uh, of course this album was completely written lyrically by Bernie Toppin and, and all the music was credited to Elton so there you go one of the greatest teams of all time hands down That's no debate about it I think alright we're going to kick things up a notch here Gonna play you something by Bad Religion. I mean, you know, I, I like Bad Religion. I really... There's not really been any records by them that I haven't enjoyed. Uh, it, you, you pretty much almost know what you're getting at this point. You know, fast-paced, aggro, punk rock with actual harmony to it. Yeah, they just sound ageless. I mean, this is their new record. They've been doing this thing for over 30 years now, and they still sound brand new. They don't sound aged at all, so... I don't know how they do it, but here you go. This is Bad Religion with In Their Hearts Is Right.
0: There's something pathetic in the world today And I don't know how it all began Except for the shame and punishment Will finally make me understand A word means nothing one in action But catches are valuable as needs And no one can target for a lifetime Unless it only makes you believe Everybody, everybody
1: album true north which came out very early this year on january 22nd that was bad religion the great bad religion and uh definitely check that record out it's a lot of fun like i said if you you know bad religion at this point you know what kind of record you're going to hear and you expect it but it's it's always fun so there you go not much else to say right all right next song here and uh a guy i'm a big fan of and you know i to me he's very consistent on wax uh, you know I, I don't think the sales or musical popularity indicates that anymore but i think he's always done a good job on his records he really seems to care and you know I, I think he's got a great band and of course if you go see him live you're going to get your money's worth talking about rob zombie and the record is called venomous rat regeneration vendor and uh, actually the lineup on this band john five who's been there for a while now uh, Piggy D and Ginger Fish, formerly of Marilyn Manson, on drums. And, uh, actually Josh Freeze contributed some drums to that as well. Josh is one of my favorite drummers in the entire world. Uh, so, yeah, that's, you know, you can't miss. I, I it's fun. Kind of like I said with Bad Religion, you kind of know what you're going to get. But, I, you know, I, I think even Rob realizes that at this point. And... The, my favorite song on the record, I think this is the most endearing song on the album, even though there's a lot of really fun, catchy songs on here, and I would expect nothing less from Rob Zombie. But uh, to me, there's this song like about halfway through the record, and it's such a ridiculous song. It's almost like a parody of what he normally does, and uh, I think you'll kind of get the idea that he understands uh, during this song as well. Uh <laughs> So here you go. At least uh, that's my theory on what his approach was to this particular song. So I hope you enjoy it. It's a little different than what you expect, but it's also kind of what you expect. So here you go. This is Rob Zombie with ging gang gong the doo gong de lagaraga. The <laughs> There you go. That was Rob Zombie doing it there with Ging Gang Gong Da Do Gong the Laga Raga. No retake, no edit. I did it all by myself right there. First time out. All right, and that's from the album Venomous Rat Regeneration Vendor. It came out April 23rd of this year. And uh, I recommend this record. We're getting, we're getting more, like, even just in the uh, early 20s here of getting into albums that I... Pretty much albums that I liked top to bottom. I didn't really see a whole lot of problem in them. Just this is... This is the way they fell. So, all right, moving on here. The last song of part one, number twenty-one, I guess. Like I said that even seems pretty low for this band because I'm actually a really big fan of this band, uh, but I guess I kind of judged them harshly on this release. But uh, a band called Tomahawk, and uh, love me some Tomahawk. And I, I think really, and being honest, you know, I I definitely recognize the kind of artist that that, that Mike Patton is. Uh, he, he's a true alternative I, you know I like to say that but it, it's absolutely true that he's always gone and done whatever it is he actually wanted to do and it seems like there's been very little compromise in his career Some people get mad at him for that almost like you know he should have just kept faith the more together but you know if he wasn't feeling it he wasn't feeling it that's how I feel and uh, so he's put tons of bands together since then and, and tomahawk has been my favorite of all of his bands so far uh as far as like post faith no more post mr bungle type stuff but uh you know i that first record that came out in 2000 i just loved it was ridiculous it was so good and it was probably my favorite record that year if not like in the top three but i still listen to that record a lot so you should definitely check that out if you haven't heard it Self, it's a self-titled record but uh over here this year in 2013 very early on january 29th they put out this album called odd fellows and uh it's pretty much almost the same lineup as the original it's it's all within the, as i call the Ipecac family so you still got mike Patton there on vocals of course and keyboards and what have you uh and trevor dunn actually uh coming in to replace uh, kevin rupinus who uh i don't know why uh, decided not to do it anymore but Dwayne Dennison, ex-Jesus Lizard is still there in the band and of course the great power drummer John Stainer still on the drum still hitting him as hard as ever so uh, there you go I, uh, uh, Odd Fellows I think it's the most accessible record since their first album that being said the the second one was very experimental and the third one was super experimental because they went real traditional Native American type music but I think this one feels almost like the follow-up to the debut, so I think it's a really good record, and uh, I'm going to play you uh, one of my favorite songs off it, I have quite a few favorite songs off of it, but this one I'm deciding to play for you here, so closing out part one of the 2013 top records, this is Waratorium. (laughs) there you go that was Waratorium by Tomahawk Mike Patton John Stainer Trevor Dunn and Dwayne Dennison, uh, a a alt super group if there ever was one all from great bands so uh, there you go check out the new Tomahawk record called Odd Fellows because uh, who knows how long it'll be before the next one because they've been around since 2000 and this is their fourth record only but of course everybody's busy doing a lot of other things especially Mike Patton but uh, you know hopefully maybe tomahawk will become a more consistent band at least as far as album tour process goes because i I would definitely go see them if they came back to town i I actually missed them this last time around they were playing on halloween and i didn't get to go Uh, but anyway moving on here uh i'm gonna have to end the show for right now but we'll be back very 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 soon if not within the next 24 hours for part two if it's already up just go listen to it Keep continuing on this journey with me as we review 2013 and the records I bought legitimately that I enjoyed, and that's very important, of course. Buy your music, support the artists. They do all the work, and I appreciate them for that. So, uh, alright, tune into part two. See you then. Till then, have fun.